0: Hello? Go for it. What's going on, brother? BG, how you feeling, son? Doing alright, cuz. Think it's about time to take him back down that dirt road, though. Alright. Give me one minute let me load this truck up with the dog in there. I'll be right there, son. i waiting on you, cuz. See you in a minute. What's up, y'all? Michael Lee. Yet another podcast, Backwoods Life, riding solo, Um, I don't know, hope everybody's doing good, crazy times that we're in continue, but um, you know, we push on, we figure this thing out as we go, I've got faith in the good guys out there, girls, guys, girls, all of us, country folk, Backwoods Life living people will pull us through. If not, we'll figure it out either way, but hope everybody's doing good. Deer season's right around the corner. Uh, it's July 23rd, so we we'll kick off here in Georgia in early, mid-September. i um, actually going to leave today, head over to the camp, work on some stuff, get some feeders filled up, take care of these deer. Got to try to shoot some hogs. You know, just normal, fun, redneck South Georgia stuff. So doing it the best we can on the only way we know how. That's what the Duke boys said, right? So, apologize. A little sinusy this morning. Between 100 degree temperatures and mowing grass, it kind of fires them allergies up good. So, hey, I know other folks out there feel my pain. It is what it is, but uh, I'll survive, I hope. Hope I ain't got that rona. Nah, ain't got that. Anyway, um, I wanted to hop on here today for just a few minutes to talk about The cost of hunting, Uh, a good friend of mine, and I've had this conversation a little bit over the past bit, and we're talking about how in our younger days, we're making half as much money as we do now, and now we have less opportunities for hunting than we did then, which is crazy. Um, The price of land's gone up, uh, availability obviously has diminished, and just the cost in general I think is gonna be a downfall to what we're doing and i say that because anybody that wants to go hunting you got to have a few step process there of what to do first you got to have a place to go just just to start with so you either got to have family land or your own personal land that you have invested in you have to have a lease or you have to go with an outfitter or you can take the brave route in some places and go on public land all right So, the cheapest of those options, obviously, is probably public land if you've got some close by. Now, having quality public land is a different story. There's a lot of places throughout this country that there are some very, very great public opportunities, you know, via walk in hunts, uh, quota hunts. But for the average weekend person that only gets to go on maybe Saturday, Sunday, you know, that's a little tougher obstacle for success. But that's the cheapest route. We'll just keep that in mind. Your next cheapest route is probably a hunting lease, getting in a hunting club. Uh, I remember back in when I first got in a hunting club, it was a bunch of family and friends, but it still was costing me, you know, two hundred fifty to five hundred dollars a year just for lease dues. That's not counting stands and you know food plots or feeders or anything like that that you got going on, which is obviously an added expense. So, with that being said. That's your barrier to entry. Uh, Or you can buy your own property, but that's a way more expensive barrier to entry. Um, Or you can be blessed like I am to have family property that my grandfather bought years ago and we utilize it as a family and my dad's bought some property. So we've got a little bit of acreage to hunt anyway, um, which is, you know, you still have upkeep of that land, you still have maintenance, you still have taxes. So there's still overhead in that involved whether that's on your shoulders or somebody else's, I don't know, it's not my business, but you know, those are your barrier to entry to have a place to hunt for the most part. Now, you can go with buddies or whatever, but there's still, somebody's got a cost somewhere. Your next part is obviously having equipment to be somewhat successful. Now, yeah, you can kill a deer, get a gun, get a shotgun, a cheap Remington, you know, 1,100 or 870 pump shotgun with buckshot, that's probably one of your cheaper options to do that, uh, and go out and sit by a tree and shoot a deer. That That's very, very, uh, I would say, likely to happen, depending on, you know, if you just want to shoot a deer. But when it boils down to it, if you want to have better equipment, if you want to bow hunt, you know, you, you, you know, minimum nowadays, you're talking $1,200 just to get, I would say a, a higher end bow, and, and everything on it—arrows, rest, sight, quiver, blah blah blah, whatever else you want on there. So you have these added expenses for bear entry. And as we keep talking more, you're talking now into the land management side. I mean, food plots are expensive to do. Having nice stands is expensive. Now you can build your own stands out of two by fours. You can sit on a five gallon bucket, whatever you want to. But if you want to go to the full Monty, and you want to get you know, like a redneck blind over antler king food plot to enhance your odds of success. Because I believe, uh, when it comes to stands, you know, you buy a more expensive stand, you're paying for luxuries. You're paying for comfort. You're paying for warmth. You're paying for, you know, basically, uh, the whatever experience you want to get out of the deal. So, uh, but that adds to your success. So if you're sitting in a redneck blind, that's warm, comfortable, comfortable chairs, you can sit there longer. And if you can sit there longer in the elements, rain, shine, sleet, snow, hail, whatever, you are going to be more successful filling that tag because you're going to be there more. It's going to be more of an opportunity for you. So you're adding up all these investments to somewhat parallel success. Now, that's not for everybody. I know this. Um, you know, some people will tell me that I'm not, I don't, I don't know how to hunt because I sit in a redneck blind over a food plot. Um, but that's what I choose to do. I enjoy that. I, I enjoy more planting the food plots and feeding them the deer and the turkeys and the hogs and everything and sitting there and watching them feed in a food pot as much as I do shooting one. And I'm very selective what I shoot, but that's my choice. If you go out there and you shoot a spike, a doe, a four point, a 20 point, whatever you want, that's your prerogative. That's your, that's your experience. And, uh, Like I've always said, it's not the size of the trophy, it's the size of the hunt. So if you're out there enjoying the hunt, the trophy is in the eye of the beholder and it is an added experience. It's added part to the experience. So, let's get back on topic, sorry, squirrel. You know, we're adding up all these costs. So when you, you know, now we've gone through what it takes to kind of do it on your own, you know, whether having the equipment, the stands, the land, the land preparation, um now let's talk about outfitters now i've got some great 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 friends that are outfitters and they're phenomenal people they do a great job for their clients and they want you to be successful they genuinely care about their clients now with that being said i've been on some bad hunts in my life i've been around some people that have had extremely terrible experiences on hunts um it's so so i mean you got to do your homework you got to be careful but my point with all the outfitter part is it is getting so expensive for your bucket list hunt, so to speak. Now you can still go to like Texas uh, It's a great state to hunt. I love hunting in Texas. I've got some great friends out there I hunt with, but I've got my buddy Mike Ryan with Texas brand outfitters. He's got a lot of land. His hunts are extremely affordable. A few thousand dollars, two, three, four thousand dollars tops. Gonna have a great time. Are you gonna kill 200 inch year? Probably not. Are they there? Yeah. There's booners out there, I mean, but the average deer, you're going to kill 140, 150, maybe 160 inch buck. You know, have a great time. That's what it's all about. Now, if you're going to go, I want to go to Texas and kill a 200, you're talking big money, big, big money. Um, if you're going to go anywhere and kill a 200, you're talking big money, especially a free range, just a shot. I mean, it's, it's crazy. But I, I get emails all the time. I'm on some of these mailing lists because I like to see what hunts are costing. And I'm getting stuff coming across right now. Moose hunts, elk hunts, antelope hunts. All this stuff, I'm talking ridiculous, ridiculous amounts. And maybe I'm off topic. Maybe I, I'm 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 maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. But I've been doing this for a long time. And back in the day, this wasn't that long ago, you could shoot a phenomenal antelope. I actually have one on my wall in here. It's almost a boon crocking antelope. And I think I was it was around twenty five hundred, twenty six hundred dollars. Now that's not just Chump change, but that same hunt now is four or five thousand dollars. I don't get it. I won't do it. I'm not gonna do it. I just will do without. I'll just keep hunting whitetail, and if I have to, I'll hunt right here in my backyard. I've got 10 acres. I mean, if that's what the world comes to where I can't afford to go hunt no more, then I'm just gonna hunt what I can. I'll hunt my family and I'll hunt my backyard, and I'll, and I'll take what I can. Um, and it's sad to say that you have to do that nowadays, but I mean, I've seen moose hunts that are twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000. i am seeing elk hunts that are, I mean, 10000 12000 to $20,000. Now, don't get me wrong. Fine animals are taken. You know, I'm not saying they're guaranteed or anything like that, but. Sorry, I got a phone call right in the middle of talking. Imagine that. The beauty of technology in recording a podcast on your phone. <laughs> um, but what I was saying is <clears throat> these hunts are getting so expensive that, the The average person, you can save your lifetime. You know, I mean, I, I don't know a lot of people that's just got, you know, ten, twenty thousand dollars laying around to to basically go on a moose hunt or an elk hunt. Maybe I'm out of touch with reality. Maybe I've got friends that's got a lot more money than I think. But with all that being said, I don't really know the future of this thing because I've got. 10 elk points for Wyoming. 10, I mean, that's just taking me 12, 14 years to build these up. And having that many points, I'm sitting here, and I just want to find a really good outfitter in Wyoming so I can go out, take my rifle, and I can kill a really, really big elk. And I'm done with it. That's the reality of my elk hunting career because, I mean, I live in Georgia, so we don't have a lot of elk running around. I'm not saying I won't go on another elk hunt, but, you know, took me that long to get those points. I want to go cash in. I want to kill a big boy and, and have a great time. The minimum I've found so far on a, on a quality elk hunt is $7,500.